Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fat Muscle Project podcast. I'm John Gorman, your host. It's question of the week time. We've got Lisa, Jeff, myself in the house. And these are going to be fun, quick, short episodes where you guys can send your questions in. Uh, Click on the show notes. You'll find all of our emails here. You feel free to send questions to all three of us, any of us. It doesn't matter. Uh, We will get those to Lisa. She'll get these organized and we will keep these rolling. We love questions. This is fun. You can put yourselves in the shoes of the person asking the question, whether you're a coach or you're someone that just loves physique enhancement. These are going to be a lot of fun. Real quick before we get Lisa, before we get to the question, I do want to tell people, please stop hit pause, leave a review. We're trying to get these reviews up because we're a new show and we're going to give away a $500 Fat Muscle Project gift card to the online store. And that's just going to be drawn from the reviews. And at some point later on this year too, we're also going to draw another name, give you a ticket to the Fat Muscle Academy, a huge seminar. We're going to have a lot of the top speakers in the industry, part of the Fat Muscle team. They're going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, It's a great great way to meet people. It's a great way to rub shoulders. It's just a great way to stay motivated. So we're going to give away a free ticket to that as well. So it's all going to come from the review. So um, the other thing you can do is you can screenshot your review and tag it, or you can just share the show and tag us. We see that kind of stuff and that keeps us in the loop. So we really appreciate that. So without further ado, Lisa, what's our question of the week? Awesome. Thanks for kicking this off, John. Our question for this week is, for someone wanting to step on stage in one to two years time, what recommendations do you have to maintain a healthy body image throughout prep and afterwards? Jeff, if you want to get us started on this topic. Yeah, sure. I mean, for someone who is two years out from a show, I would imagine they're taking the time to build up their, their habits, their skill sets and their body so that when they do step on stage, they can be competitive, right? We don't want to just do a show just to show up, right? So I think during that time frame, it's really important to take inventory of basically where you feel the most comfortable, where you feel like you are able to live your life best and kind of remember what that look feels like. That way you'll know that that's your healthy set point. And that set point will change obviously over time, but take mental inventory of that and know that that's like home. So it's almost like you're hiking down a a trail and you're marking things off on trees. So you know where to go back because inevitably you're gonna get so deep into the woods that you're gonna forget where you came from. And so it's important to have that baseline marked off so that you can return safely. That's that's an analogy that I would use. Love it. John, what about what about your input? I, I like that. Um, Jeff, I know we both work with a lot of clients that come on board and they say, hey, I want to do a show one day. Yeah. Um, and I think reaching out to a coach, whether you're going to try and do this on your own or you can't afford a coach, reach out to an expert and somebody that's going to be 100% honest with you and assess your current physique. So I think that's, that's always a, a good thing to do. You know, you can reach out to any of us here. We're going to be 100% transparent and honest with you. Um, especially if we're going to prep you. Right. But I don't care if it's somebody that just wants a real quick assessment of their physique. I'll, I'll do that. You don't have to pay me for that. I don't mind to help, you know, and give back. So that's the thing in one to two years time, Jeff said competitive bodybuilding, you know, we're all body, I'm a bodybuilder, but I'm not a competitive bodybuilder. So 
when you step on stage, you want to be competitive. And I know when I first started out, <clears throat> when I did when I did preps in 2008, 2009, I was 155 pounds, natural, um, doing a MPC show because it's a local show that I wanted to do because that's that's what I fell in love with, with bodybuilding. They didn't have men's physique at the time. And I got so hung up in just wanting to do a show, I didn't understand that I didn't look the part. Like I looked really, really terrible, actually. Um, I probably wouldn't have even been good in men's physique. So I wish I had someone at the time that would have just shot me straight and say, hey, you don't need to diet every year for shows. Like you need to spend two years off and just grow or three or four years, which I ended up doing later. So in the beginning, you just don't know that because you're, you're not an expert. So reach out to someone like me or Jeff, and we will give you feedback and we'll tell you what you look like. And that, that's kind of the first thing that I wanted to mention is you've got to understand where you where you are now and, and where you want to be. Looking at other shows, depending on the shows that you want to do, you know, if you're natural, look at some natural competitors, right? If you're assisted or you're going down that route, you need to look at what people that do state level shows for NPC or local natural bodybuilding shows, you need to look at what the people look like that are placing top five. Don't always look at the winners because sometimes winners are going to be outliers. They're going to have a little bit better genetics or they're, they're going to have been training for a long time, maybe. Right. Um, look at the people that are placing top five and then ask someone, Hey, do you think I would do well in this category? So that's a good way to at least start to educate yourself on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, what you said, Jeff, too, it, it does come back down to expectation management as well. I mean, what you touched on partially was also taking more metrics rather than just pictures or what you look. Um, so I, I believe that most of us coaches, we also take um, biofeedback. And that is really helpful when when you try to assess, like, where am I most comfortable at so that you don't just have the picture and think like oh this is when I was at my most shredded and I looked best and I received the most likes and whatever it is um but rather okay when did I when did I sleep best when did I perform best in the gym when was my libido in a good place when was I performing well at work also that kind of thing so taking that into consideration um the other thing when it comes to expectation management is um being clear that post-show you will struggle with body image issues. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I'm saying this, I have never been on stage, so I don't truly know, but just from what people have told me and what I have heard, it is just something where mentally you probably always want to get back to that place where like, Oh, I looked so darn good (laughs) at this and that body fat percentage or, you know, the pictures and, and, and you will receive positive feedback probably because that is the leanest you have ever been and maybe your clothes felt best and whatnot so so expecting that to happen um, and then working through it and knowing okay it's not sustainable though um is probably a good thing and I think what can help with that is of course a coach but also just kind of maybe auditing the people that you follow the stuff that you listen to because if there is someone out there who's telling you yes you can be incredibly shredded all year round and maintain that um, contest leanness. Um, that's just bullshit. And that's going to mess with your head also, as opposed to maybe having some um, role models that, that truly educate on, okay, this is what I look like for a very short amount of time. And then this is what happens afterwards. And um, those are, yeah, would be my first thoughts. I think and it's tough for everybody to have a coach, but you know, looking back for someone to try and do this on their own, 
it's really important if I were going to go out and replace the transmission of my car and do this giant job that took a lot of detail and you really need to do it right. You want you don't want to just go about it, just start pulling shit apart and like try and figure it out as you go. And then maybe use some YouTube videos. Like I know YouTube's helpful for fixing a car, but you're talking about something that advanced. Hire a mechanic. It's going to cost mm-hmm. you some money, but and hire a mechanic that would actually come over to your house and help you. For example, it doesn't normally happen. But what I'm saying is hire an expert, hire a diet coach that does this for a living and has done it for a long time. Not the guy in your gym that that does shows and wins and he trains a handful of clients. I'm talking about an actual prep coach. Get with that person. The interview two or three, ask us questions. That's going to help you learn and do it in a much healthier fashion because we're talking about after the, after your show uh, prep, especially prep is very unhealthy. And honestly, I think it's, it's even more unhealthy for people that are not taking performance enhancing drugs. So there's a lot of people that diet now naturally, you literally crush your hormones. And if you do it multiple times, it's going to be really, really tough. So get with someone that understands that, you know, it's going to take you a while to get shredded, but you don't want to turn around and gain all that back in three weeks. Cause not only have I done it, I've had a lot of clients who have done it and you need to understand like, you're going to have some issues after, especially if you're a female, because your body does not want to be that lean for hormonal purposes. So you need to just have someone in your corner. That's going to help you understand that. Um, if you just have friends that have just done a show or here or there, they're not experts. Maybe they've been through that post-show rebound and the issues with food, but I know so many people that end up fatter in their off season than they were when they started because they just have not gone about this the right way. So hire a quote unquote mechanic, so to speak, to help you fix your car. I guess what I want to add to that too, is maybe setting some goals after the show and not in the sense of on oh, my next show four months out, but maybe as um, Jeff, you were saying like a powerlifting meet or maybe just something, something different um, that still keeps you training and keeps you like eating well, perhaps, but focusing on all those health related um, pointers or, or just, just something different. So you're not so fixated on just the look. Mm-hmm. Jeff, how do you, you're in the off season. Uh, when was the last time that you competed? Uh, last time I competed was 2019. Yeah. Long time. So what are, what are some things that you have done to help keep yourself? And I know you've been training for a long time. So the time yeah. off is, is much needed, but it's also kept you completely motivated and driven to kind of make it to the next level. I mean, like in terms of like continuing to make progress, like over the years, yeah. Yeah, I just I just find this fun and there's no pressure, you know, on me from any external sources. And I just I'm just curious about new dieting methods or new ways to train. And just through experimentation, curiosity and pure enjoyment, I managed to add, you know, a couple pounds a year here and there. So I think at 39, I look I look pretty good. I'm not, you know, a national level guy. I'll probably never turn pro but I don't have aspirations for that either. And I'm very happy with my physique and I'm very comfortable with it and, you know, satisfied, I would say. Yeah. You posted a pretty cool update picture um, the other day that, that you're looking really good. And it just goes to show that, you know, what you said, falling in love with 
trying out new things, trying out new dieting yeah. methods, trying out new yeah. training methods, um, doing the things on the podcast before you were talking about training with some people in person, with some clients in person here and there and, and starting yeah. to open that back up. You know, it, it's a lot of other things. If you just fall in love with the sport, that really helps when it comes to image because you start to, when you, yeah. when you love something so much, the industry and the sport so much, it helps with your image of yourself, if that helps, you yes. know, I know I'm going a little deep there, but yeah, because, you know, I never set out to do this because somebody else did, or I wanted to be like somebody else or, or whatever. I just, I just loved it. And it's the same for business too, with coaching. I feel like a lot of people are getting into coaching because, you know, they, they think that they can be like this person and then they realize that it's not for them and they're, they feel forced. I actually had a, a business coach, uh, who I chat with here and there, um, you know, she was like appalled by the fact that I really don't have any plans for my business. Like I just kind of go by feel and going by feel has gotten me this far. And I intend on going by feel and by heart as long as I can. Um, and the business is just intuitive from that. So I don't really have any hard plans for bodybuilding either. I just go, I feel, I wake up and I train. And I love it. Yeah. And but you know what? I think that's important because for you, it's sustainable. It helps you sustain. Yeah. It helps you keep going. Um, and you're not doing something that someone else is trying to say, hey, you should do this and this. And you're like, you know what? I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. So I think yeah. when it comes to bodybuilding, it's kind of the kind of the same approach. Find the things that you love after after a show. Yeah. Yeah. No, no pressure. But yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. After a show, definitely reconnect to things that you love. And you got to love other things other than bodybuilding. Uh, to have a balanced life, I would say. Awesome. Yeah, I can only um, underline all of that, especially the falling in love with the process that stood out to me when you said that. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been a nice, fun, short episode. We've got more things coming up. We've got refeeds and cheat meals coming up, muscle building hacks that you may not be utilizing, how to manage hunger, meal prep tips, our personal food staples, all kinds of stuff. Lisa has got a great lineup of this, plus more questions of the week. Um, so you guys enjoy the rest of your day. For myself, Lisa, and Jeff, we're out of here. See you guys. All right. See you.